Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Ah, bonjour. <laughs> no, I'm not in France. I'm still in Los Angeles. Oh, and we've had such fine weather. It's such a contrast, I know, to so many people who are in the thick of winter. I talked to them. <laughs> Yesterday I was in shorts, uh, no sleeve, sleeveless, all the windows open. It's uh, close to 80 degrees, and I'm talking to people who are walking in the snow. <laughs> Oh, and that's one of the things I love about technology is that we get to transcend time and space, literally transcend time and space and use technology to connect heart to heart. Isn't that wonderful? So let's do that right now. I'm going to say a prayer and a blessing for us. I invite you to place your hand on your heart. As I am doing, and take a breath of love and gratitude with me. You may have heard me say before that literally this spiritual practice of breathing with our hand on our heart and being grateful, the combination, it's literally scientifically proven to boost your immune system for six hours. And getting angry and upset is scientifically proven to decrease your immune system for the same amount of time. So how cool is that, that we can, we can use our spiritual practice in a very demonstrably healing way, as if we didn't already know it. So we take this breath of love and gratitude, and we give thanks We give thanks for this opportunity to recognize and remember that we are our Holy Spirit Self. We are one with the higher Holy Spirit Self. And that's our true identity. And we're consciously gathering together in order to forget, to relinquish, to resolve and dissolve the identification with a small self a selfish self. We're opening our heart and our mind to the unlimited, unprecedented healing power of love, which is what we truly are. We are love. We already are united with God. So we're awakening to that remembrance, remembering that we are the Christ presence, that we always have been and we always will be, born of an infinite love, We're grateful and thankful right now to dedicate ourselves to valuing that which is truly valuable and releasing all attachments, cravings, aversions, addictive and compulsive tendencies and temptations in favor of the truth that sets us free. In gratitude, we allow our healing to be. In gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing and our awakening with everyone Because we're one with them in gratitude. We simply say amen. Amen, amen. Mm. Doesn't that feel wonderful? Yeah, it does. So, uh, the, the, I'm Jennifer Hadley, in case you don't know, and the, uh, topic this week is work in the workbook. So it's January 2014. Today, and uh, a lot of people just started working the workbook for the first time or beginning again. And one one of the things that I'm noticing, uh, one of the things you might know about me is I offer a year long class called Masterful Living, and we have uh, folks who've been in 
masterful living for several years and people who are just starting out and uh, lately i've been having a lot of conversations who with people who have been in masterful living all last year 2013 and talking with them about their challenges talking about them talking with them about their successes and in my year-long Masterful Living class, we don't specifically study A Course in Miracles. What we do is we apply it. We live it. So we work specific parts of the workbook, and we really, really focus on them. And year after year of doing this, I have seen people have extraordinary, miraculous results, just like I have had. And I do talk about it all the time. Nobody needs to be in my year-long Masterful Living class in order to do this. But it is remarkable that when you have a group of like-minded souls traveling together with the same intention to wake up, to accept the atonement for themselves, and to truly live the teachings, there is a profound energy that is is noticed and experienced and that acts in a synergistic way for our healing. And this is the teaching of Jesus, which is the two or more who are gathered. So one of the things I encourage you to do, if you haven't already, is to join a study group. Now, there are many people who would like to have their own study group, but maybe feel a little uncomfortable, a little um, ill-prepared, like you don't have what it takes. It doesn't really take much of anything. It just takes that willingness to hold the space, to find a space, to, in your mind, be the space. And one of the things you can know is at the livingacourseofmiracles.com website, which is a membership site, membership is free, you can sign up for membership and access the library. I think we have four, maybe five calls now that we did last year. We'll be doing another one soon of calls where I talk and interview folks who've been running a study group for a long time know a lot about it and they made a lot of mistakes and they've also made a lot of choices that were very successful and helpful and so each one of these interviews has uh, given different information different insights different kinds of inspiration and motivation uh, with some really wonderful inspiring people people that inspire me are the ones that I have asked to do those interviews with me and so you can access all of that for free at livingacourseofmiracles.com where membership is totally free and so that those are the study group support calls and there is a library of them and you can download them or listen to them online totally for free at livingacourseofmiracles.com and uh, you can also list your study groups there We have a study group listing. So I invite you, if you'd like to start a study group, please go in and uh, just announce yourself there and then get the the study group support calls. And during those calls, you can ask questions, as you'll see people do. And there's also a Facebook group called Course in Miracles Study Group Leaders. So that, that... Facebook group, A Course in Miracles Study Group Leaders, is a group, and so all you have to do is ask to join, and then you can join, anyone can join. And I invite both people who would like to be study group leaders and people who are already Course in Miracles Study Group Leaders to join that A Course in Miracles Study Group Leader Facebook group to share with each other. It's really inspiring what people are sharing in there. And uh, it's a great place to ask for advice and to get support. So, because what I found uh, when I was really committed to working the workbook, 
I really had a desire to talk about it with people. So I, what I found was easiest for me to do because I had so many um, friends and connections, students, fans, clients, counseling clients, that kind of thing, all around the world and around the place. I started my study group on the phone. And I ran that study group on the phone for four years until I started the Living a Course in Miracles.com classes. So you can listen to a couple, maybe a hundred or more of those study group calls that I did. And um, it's a podcast. It's totally free for you at iTunes. So if you just go to iTunes and you search for my name, Jennifer Hadley, you'll uncover hundreds of hours of this radio show that you're listening to now and those study group calls and other things all free for you at iTunes. So I invite you, if you're interested in uh, more support in truly living these teachings and working that workbook, there are all these resources for you and they will really support you. So one of the things, as I said at the beginning of the uh, broadcast here, is that I have found it extremely helpful to me to really focus on certain lessons. And my favorite lesson in the workbook is Love Holds No Grievances. To me, it's beautifully written. It's so poetic. And... uh, my my favorite part here is in paragraph three where it says, it is as sure that those who hold grievances will forget who they are as it is certain that those who forgive will remember. It is as sure that those who hold for grievances will forget who they are as it is certain that those who forgive will remember. So when I read that for the first time, I realized if I would like to remember my true identity, I must forgive. I must forgive. And so I made it my plan. See, I accepted the atonement for myself easily. I really did. I Okay, I get. It's an illusion. It's a projection of my mind. I, I have a very, um, I have a sharp intellect. And for a long time, the intellect was driving my spiritual practice. And the intellect is really, it's the ego. It's the ego. Spirit is perfect wisdom. Spirit already knows everything. We are spirit. So the intellect is a mechanism of the ego. And the intellect was definitely driving my spiritual practice for a very long time. In fact, until I got to this point where I realized I must forgive in order to remember my true identity. And so when I saw that, I really, I made it a commitment to forgive everything. And what I did was I began to pray many times a day to forgive everything in all directions of time and space. That's how it came to me to articulate it. So in my contemplative, daily contemplative meditations with the higher Holy Spirit self, that was the guidance that I got. And I just began to pray many times a day to forgive everything in all directions of time and space. And what I can honestly say to you is those prayers and that choice set off what felt like a dynamic healing process experience that felt partly like living inside a hurricane, not in the eye of the hurricane either, (laughs) and like also living in a fire, Uh, a fire that was burning away everything that no longer served me. And it wasn't a painful fire, but 
uh, one of the things I do each day, most days, is I smudge my home. So I burn uh, some sage, and uh, sometimes the sage really starts like, ooh, a little fire. <laughs> and um, it, it can go very quickly because the sage is, is highly flammable, and it is uh, very dry, etc. So it can ignite into a fire pretty quickly. So you have to really watch it carefully. But... The great thing about that fire, and I, I've always loved um, the element of fire. I was a Girl Scout when I was a kid, and I was a Girl Scout leader, and my parents, we used to go camping in the summer all the time, I think largely because my parents didn't have money for anything but camping. But we, we I learned to love camping, and I... Um, I've always loved being in the forest and being uh, out outdoors and feeling the healing effects of nature. And when I was a kid, uh, that's where I found God, was in the forest. And so when people, when I started to encounter people with religious beliefs, um, and uh, I've been sharing a little bit in my Masterful Living class how um, I had Catholic friends when I was a kid, and I wasn't baptized because my parents were not religious at all. And uh, my Catholic friends would say, oh, it's so, it's such a bummer, you're going to hell, and we're going to heaven, and we won't be able to be with each other after we die. And I just thought, that's the craziest thing I ever heard in my life. That is just the craziest story I ever heard in my life. And when I would go to the forest, because I would actually go to the forest by myself, I think it was it helped me to be able to just walk in the forest and be contemplative. Uh, I think it helped me very much that that's how I got in touch with God. And I knew that that energy that I connected to and felt in the forest was not something that would ever place me in hell. In fact, a lot of times in my human experience, when I was so identified with the ego and the intellect, that was the hell. That's the only hell I've ever known, is the hell within my own mind. And I, there are no words to even begin to express how grateful I am that my spiritual practice led me out of that hell. And... I had a lot of help in terms of taking classes and workshops and seminars and reading books and things like that, but it was a drop in the bucket compared to the healing that I have experienced as a result of applying the teachings of A Course in Miracles and really living them. And when I read A Course in Miracles for the first time, it made sense to me because I already understood and believed that this was an illusion, a projection of my mind. And I had for many years been working the workbook lessons before I even read them because I had started back in the 90s a personal practice of nonviolence. So I was looking at everything in my life. Is this a choice for love or is this a choice for fear? And so when, by the time I got to Course in Miracles, it really just clicked for me. And when I read that love holds no grievances, I really got that forgiveness is the key. And so I was so grateful. And I began to do this practice of praying and praying and praying to forgive everything in all directions of time and space. And so it, it was like a, a fire, a holy fire, not a painful fire, but one that started to consume every negative thought that I had ever held on to and believed and cherished. And I made the choice on a moment-by-moment and day-by-day basis 
to make what I call a holy offering, placing them on what I call the altar fire, that holy fire that is our heart fire, it is our heart flame, to place every grievance in that fire of my heart and make a holy offering of it. And I began to say to the Holy Spirit, the higher Holy Spirit self, I don't need this anymore. Please take it out of my mind so that I never think it again. And please let anyone who cherishes a thought like this, let them have a healing as well. I'm not interested in this thought anymore. Please take it out of my mind forever. And it was that willingness and cultivating it over and over and over again throughout the day that opened my mind to the infinite possibilities of love to heal my life. So I'm Jennifer Hadley, and it's time for me to take a break. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. If you get a chance, go to jenniferhadley.com. Check out my Masterful Living class. If it's right for you, you'll know it. I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So we're back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. Thanks for tuning in. And my topic today is working the workbook. And as I said at the uh, top of the show, that's one of the things that we do in a somewhat different way in my year-long Masterful Living class. So we take a few of the principles, well, not a few, quite a few, (laughs) quite a few of the principles, and we work them to a nub. Because uh, as many people recognize, uh, Course in Miracles tells us that it's a holographic teaching. And if you understand any part of it, you understand the whole of it. Because we, we live in a holographic universe uh, where everything is a projection of our minds. And what is known in the infinite mind of God anywhere is known by us in our mind if we're willing to recognize it. And so, for me, I found it extremely valuable to work certain parts of it all day, every day. Yes, you can study all the lessons and work all the lessons. Of course you can. But it's about putting the book down and really applying it. So that uh, that's what I decided to do was to forgive everything in all directions of time and space. So what does that really mean? Well, what I quickly began to realize was it means releasing all judgments. The only thing there is to forgive is the meaning that I have ascribed to it. And my opinions, my judgments, my beliefs are all obscuring the truth from my awareness. All opinions, all judgments, all beliefs are what we entertain with the intellect rather than being in direct connection with the truth. And I get that that is a big one for many people to get over. And I've had many, many conversations with people in many different countries about this topic, because people have said to me over and over again, Jennifer, how can I live without my beliefs? How can I live without my opinions? How can I live without my judgments? I need them in society, in my relationships, in my workplace. I'm a a person, I'm a teacher, and I am giving constructive criticism. How do I do that without judgments and opinions? It's very simple. If you're willing to really understand and know and live and apply and embody and embrace 
Love holds no grievances. You can give feedback to people with no grievances and no judgment. So, uh, and I, I've certainly have learned to be able to do that, to be able to say, okay, for instance, um, if you were going to critique a work of art or something like that, or a paper that somebody has written, whether it's truth or fiction or it's a novel or whatever it is, you can say, I felt that uh, this worked really well. Here's why I feel it worked really well. And you can say, uh, I really enjoyed this. It felt so uh, dynamic and inspiring and motivating to me and here's why and you can say all of that without your opinion it's your feelings it's your perception um, there's the, the ego is always tempted to condemn to attack and so to say oh that was a load of crap things like that or that that was horrible that was terrible that was awful. That was bad. That wasn't good. However, how do we actually know? Because I, I had a friend a long time ago. I had a friend. She'd literally call me up and she'd say, um, what about this movie? Do you think you would like that movie? Have you seen this movie? Did you like it? And I would say, this is back in the day now. I would say, oh, no, I didn't like that movie at all. And she'd say, She'd say to her daughter or her husband, yep, we're going to go. Jennifer didn't like it at all <laughs> because her taste was the opposite of mine. And uh, literally, then they would go and they would have a good time at the movie. So there are a lot of things that people enjoy that I don't enjoy, but I don't need to label it as bad or wrong. I could just say I don't enjoy it. I don't appreciate it. I don't get it. Because I'm, I'm someone that a lot of times I don't like lowbrow humor. It just isn't funny to me. It's like a lot of uh, movies and television shows are about people who aren't very smart and who are very unkind. And a lot of the time it just isn't entertaining to me because I, I just, it's just not interesting to me. <laughs> it wasn't interesting to me when I lived that stuff. So it's not interesting to me to watch it. And then there are other times when I can watch something that seems very lowbrow or um, where the people are really mean and unkind and I laugh and I laugh and I laugh. It's like in uh, that TV show, The Office, uh, the American version. Uh the that main character Michael, played by Steve Carell. Steve Carell plays him with so much compassion, so much compassion, and that character of Michael, his humanity is so there on his sleeve. He makes me laugh so hard because I see myself in him, and I see. Well, I see my, my ego self in him and how ridiculous the ego is. And it just makes me laugh and laugh and laugh. So, but I, I, and so I really enjoy it, but I don't need to get into an argument with somebody about whether or not it's a good show, right? So only the ego, ego wants to argue for opinions and judgments. Love holds no grievances. And you see, I know when I used to argue for things like that, uh, then I would get upset if people didn't agree with me, which leads me to lesson number five, one of my other favorite lessons that I decided to work to a nub. I am never upset for the reason I think. Never upset for the reason I think. Now it's 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 uh interesting to me because sometimes with my Living a Course of Miracles free classes or I offer so many free classes and right now actually you can go to jenniferhadley.com there's a free class available on the Masterful Living page if you go uh also <clears throat> I think it's there I've got two other programs that I'm offering where you can go and sign up for free classes on those packet those pages 
there's if you go to the events page at jenniferhadley.com, you can click through to my year-long Masterful Living class. Also, I'm offering uh, a Masterful Living retreat that's open to anyone. To Northern California, February 27th to March 2nd, up at the uh, Ananda Retreat Center there. It's so beautiful there. The Ananda Retreat Center, of course, part of the Parmanansi Yogananda uh, community. And so it's just an absolutely spectacular retreat center. And we're going to go and retreat for four days and three nights in Northern California. And you are welcome to join us. Uh, and then I also have there on the events page, I'm starting to offer beginning in later February, spiritual counseling, training and certification. So if you are interested in either just studying spiritual counseling, how to be a spiritual counselor, or you're interested in training and certification to be a spiritual counselor, you can uh, join me in February, and that training is beginning. And it's a very... um, thorough training that I'm offering so that you can feel highly qualified as a spiritual counselor by the time we complete all of that. And I'm very grateful to be able to offer that because for me, my spiritual counseling training as a science of mind practitioner, which I did all of my training, four years of it at uh, Agape, uh, it was really uh a huge springboard for me to a deeper understanding and a lot of healing. Doing the spiritual counseling training brought me a lot of healing. And uh, my aspiration is to offer something that will really be life-changing for you personally. And then you'll be able to share the benefits with others as a spiritual counselor, as I've been able to do for um many, many, many years now. Uh, And I do offer one-on-one spiritual counseling, and that's on my website as well. Um, So I'm never upset for the reason I think. Oh, I know. I started to tell about the free classes. So if you go and look at the spiritual counseling training and certification page, the Masterful Living Retreat or the Masterful Living Year-Long Course, which you can come on the retreat whether or not you're in the course, All those things are on the events page. You'll be able to access the free class that I did on trust and faith. And uh, all you have to do is register to get the download. There are also a number of other free classes that I've done recently that are introductory classes to Masterful Living, the year-long course. So if you're kind of interested but you're not sure you'd like to know more, there are a number of free classes that you can get that uh, I've gotten so much positive feedback from people who listen to those free classes and it really inspired them. So uh, they're definitely worthwhile whether or not you check out Masterful Living. The access to those free classes, so on the Facebook page, Spiritual Espresso by Jennifer Hadley or the Facebook play, p- page uh, uh, called um, A Course in Miracles Pledge, Pledge to Live A Course in Miracles. So those two pages have a number of free classes across the top. You can go and get them there. Spiritual Espresso by Jennifer Hadley, Course in Miracles Pledge, these pages at Facebook. Um, so I'm never upset for the reason I think. This is a lesson, it's lesson number five. This is a lesson that if you work it to a nub, you will profoundly transform your life. So what I discovered is every upset that I have is a result of believing something that's not true. So what's not true? My opinions, my judgments, and my beliefs. Every time. That's what's not true. So, it gave me an incentive to give them up. Because, you know what? I just reached a certain point in my life where I was so tired of getting upset. 
Because I used to consciously, intentionally get upset in order to control and manipulate my loved ones and my coworkers, my friends, and basically anybody who was in my, <laughs> in my realm. And so ups- getting upset as a means of controlling and manipulating people that's a practice that brings, at least it did for me, it brought a lot of residual shame. I felt so ashamed. Here I am, I'm a spiritual student, spiritual practitioner, and I'm still behaving in these ways. Why can't I just be loving? Why can't I just stop making my own suffering? Because I would suffer and suffer and suffer and feel guilty and ashamed and stupid, like I was a loser. What's wrong with me? How can I be such a devoted spiritual student and I'm still out there attacking people, blaming them, then feeling ashamed and guilty and worthless cycling those feelings over and over and over again. So I made a commitment to really practice. I am never upset for the reason I think. And so I would still get upset, but I began to take total responsibility for it. I'm not upset for the reason I think. I'm not upset because of what they're doing and what they're saying. I'm not upset because of anything that's happening in the world. Because everything that's happening in the world is a projection of my mind. And my mind is joined with all minds. So I'm going to take responsibility for the collective mind. And heal my mind. And give up, detach from, discard the opinions and the judgments and the beliefs that do not serve my life of love. And so I became very focused on that. And so one of the practices of me working the workbook was every time I began to feel upset, it became a warning signal to me. It became what I call the divine alarm clock going off and letting me know that I was actively believing, energizing, choosing some opinion, judgment, belief that no longer served me. And so I, as soon as I started to feel upset, I would go into gratitude. So just like at the beginning of this broadcast, we placed our hand on our heart and we did a prayer. And we were giving thanks and gratitude for the opportunity to practice. That's what I began to do. Place my hand on my heart, take a breath of love and gratitude, and say, oh, this feeling of upset is my signal, the divine alarm clock going off to let me know it's time to practice. Move out of the intellect, my intellectual understanding of the teachings of A Course in Miracles is just a tiny little help to me. The big help, the healing comes from actually living it and applying it. And this evidence of upset is my wake-up call. It's the divine alarm clock going off saying, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. And so I started to take those upsets as an immediate call for me to be loving. It was my own cry for love. So I would place my hand on my heart and I would be grateful that I had enough awareness to realize that I was making myself upset and that I didn't have to. I could choose again. I'm never upset for the reason I think. So that would automatically help me to offload all the reasons that I thought I was upset. And that was a great help to me because it was a living spiritual practice in my heart then. 
it wasn't just something I was thinking. I was actually taking it into my heart. So many spiritual students, their whole spiritual life and practices in their intellect. And they wonder, why am I not awakening? Why am I not having mystical, amazing experiences? When we take it into our heart, everything changes. And it says in Lesson 5, Until you learn the form does not matter. The form of the upset does not matter. It does not matter if it's fear, worry, depression, anxiety, anger, hatred, jealousy, or any number of forms. Until we learn that, the form does not matter. We'll say, oh, this is different, that's different, and we'll give excuses. But there are no small upsets. They are all equally disturbing to my peace of mind. I cannot keep this form of upset and let the others go. So for the purposes of these exercises, I will regard them all as the same. That's our ticket to ride, pure spirit. That's our ticket out of suffering. So I'm Jennifer Hadley. It's time for me to take a break. I'm inviting you once again to go to the events page at jenniferhadley.com. Click through, take a look, maybe the retreat, maybe the spiritual counseling training, maybe the year-long masterful living. One of these things will appeal to you. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, and I will be right back. Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepard's new program on Unity Online Radio? Tom Shepard, isn't he the Unity Magazine question and answer guy? Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show, and I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists and students from Unity Institute and Seminary, topics like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care, religion and politics, current events. Yeah, but they'll all be Unity people, right? Dr. Tom and his students will talk about the hard questions facing all people today, sometimes joined by rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program? Better. He's going to introduce a controversial topic and let students and special guests go for it. This could get explosive. Does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the fights? <laughs> if I know Dr. Tom, he will keep it both friendly and spirited. Whoa, I gotta hear this. When and where? The program is called Let's Talk About It, and it's on every Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio. So let's talk about it. Definitely, let's. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and we're talking about working the workbook. Working the workbook. And that's one of the things that we do. And and I think it's a unique way in my year-long Masterful Living class. So it's for people who would really like to work with other people who are really deeply applying this in their lives. Because one of the things I have recognized about my own ego experience, and I see it in so many people's ego experience, that we will give ourselves... uh, impetus, motivation, inspiration to do things like listen to this radio broadcast, to participate in a class, 
to read a spiritual book, to study a spiritual teaching or a book, and even to run a study group, work a study group, without really taking the teachings into our heart. To take the teachings into our heart, it's really about that practical application moment by moment throughout our day. And it also is highly uh, assisted, supported, speeded up when we give ourselves the opportunity to be highly contemplative and to do the deep inner work and introspective work. And the ego will tell us over and over and over again, we don't have time for spiritual practice. We don't have time to be that introspective. But the ego will say, you should read that book. You better read that book. You better take that class. You should take that class. You should do this. You should do that. While all the while, the ego will not actually support us in having a spiritual practice that's effective and that works. And so that's why my year-long class and everything that I do is about having an effective spiritual practice that works. And because what I see year after year, people in my year-long masterful living class who actually do that work, they have profound results, profound results, amazing results. It is absolutely breathtaking to me how miraculous their lives become because they move out of allowing the ego intellect to drive what they're doing and they move it into their heart. And you know what? There's not a one person in the class for whom it's easy. It is not easy. And this is why traveling together in a group who are really working it on a daily basis is so profound. It's so profound. This is why I am so grateful for the teachings of A Course in Miracles. I remember one time, it makes me laugh, that I was I was driving in the car with Gary Renard. We were going out to dinner many years ago, and <laughs> I think it was probably one of the first times we, not, we went out to dinner, and I just said, hey, Gary, I got to tell you, I love that Course in Miracles book so much I could just tear those pages out and eat them. <laughs> of course I don't, just being silly. All right, so one of one of my other favorite lessons in the, the first part of the workbook, Lesson 25, I do not know what anything is for. So uh, it, that's that's a lesson we all get to if you start in January. And by the way, my Course in Miracles app, is almost ready. I know I've been saying this for a while, but actually I think it's really true this time that we might get it out this month. So if you're interested in that Course in Miracles app, which you can use on your computer, on your iPad, your iPhone, your iPod, I guess depending on what kind it is, and your Android phone. So basically... You you probably have a device you can use it on. The ACIM app, I really think you're going to love it. It's got all kinds of beautiful reminders, and it's beautiful to look at, and ways you can highlight and make notes and mark your favorites and check off each lesson as you do it. I mean, wow, we have really worked at this and refined it. And, you know... uh when it first comes out, there may be, you may discover bugs and things that you'll help us with it. It's totally for free. You can pre-register to get it, uh, right now, acimapp.com, acimapp.com, acimapp.com. And uh, you pre-register, and then as soon as it is available for download, we'll send you a link to download it. So I'm, I do not know what anything is for, but I'd like to. That's how I teach it. I do not know what anything is for, but I'd like to. I'd like to stop giving the meaning that I make of it, my opinions and my judgments to everything. I would like to actually know what things are for. Because one of the things we focus on in my year-long Masterful Living class is that we can't see through all directions of time and space yet, so we don't know what anything is for. 
So it is hubris, it is nothing but ego, to presume that we know what anything is for. Everything has the meaning that we attach to it. So let us stop doing that and start looking at especially the things that set off that divine alarm clock, that upset never upset for the reason I think. I'm only upset because I think I know what something is for, but I do not. I am deceiving myself. The ego is deceiving me, and I'm buying into it. So I'd like to know what things are really for, which I can only do by shifting my identification from the ego, the small selfish self, to the spirit self, the higher self, the holy self, the holy spirit self, the unlimited, unprecedented self. And working the workbook helps us do that. It is the fast track. That's why Jesus tells it, makes it plain. This is not the only path of awaking, but it is the fastest. Yeah. And so that's why working the workbook in this way is the foundation of my year-long Masterful Living class. Really applying it, living it, working it, moving into that place of 100% of the time. And the book is already written in our heart. It's already there. It's pre-installed. Let's work it that way. I invite you to place your hand on your heart right now and recognize that the truth is here. It's pre-installed and it does liberate us. It does set us free. So we're dedicating ourselves to valuing that which is truly valuable Remembering the truth that sets us free and sharing the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and in gratitude, we allow it to be. In grace and gratitude, we know that it's done and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Yeah, baby. All right. God bless you. Go check out JenniferHadley.com. All kinds of free classes there for you. Enjoy. Check out iTunes if you love this show. Want to write a review at iTunes and help more people to find it. Thank you so much. Have a great week, everybody.